life group leaders and hosts. We are in week 10 with our life group leader guide and starting Pastor Nate's wholehearted work series and looking at Genesis 1, 26 through 28. The icebreaker question for this week seems very appropriate. What kind of work do you most enjoy? What has been your favorite job so far in your life? This question is meant to be a fun way to talk about the different jobs that your members have had and the type of work that suits their personality best. Encourage them to ask follow-up questions of each other and to expand their view of work in the ways that Pastor Nate encouraged us to do so in his sermon. So after the icebreaker, feel free to take some time to pray, read the passage from Genesis 1, and then jump in. The first question that's always available to you is what stood out to you in this section of scripture or from Sunday's sermon? You may find yourself talking about all of the questions by just asking this one, uh, so feel free to use this as a helpful tool. If you'd like to jump into the questions, let's look at number two. What is, a valuable, what is valuable to know about God's example as the first worker as seen in Genesis? The purpose of this question is to identify the importance of knowing God and Christ as our best examples to look at in our work. From the very beginning, God set the example for us to work. Even before the fall of man, God knew that setting this example as the first worker, a term used by Pastor Nate in his sermon, would be important for us to see. God started with his good work in the very beginning because then we could see all the things we do as meaningful work unto the Lord. God's example helps us to expand our view of the sacred into the things that we may normally consider secular, like our work. God cares deeply about the work that we do. He cares about what we do, how we do it, and why we do it. All these things can be rooted in our relationship with him and give us great joy and fulfillment, despite the fact that the toil of work was part of the curse originally given in the Garden of Eden. Going deeper, uh, you can consider how Pastor Nate also talked about Christ's work through his incarnation in John 5.17. Consider asking this question, how does the person and work of Christ give you an example to live by now? How does Christ's work save us for eternity? Encourage your group to discuss the specific examples that Christ gives us through his life as he apprenticed from his earthly father through carpentry and his heavenly father in ministry. His salvific work on the cross assures us an abundant earthly life and an eternal life in heaven. So going deeper once more, uh, consider this. Just as God and Christ give us the best examples as workers, what other positive examples have you seen God use to encourage you in your workplace? So with this question, encourage your group to think about other believers or other people that God has used in their workplace to grow them. Question three, why is it important for believers to bear the image of God through our work? So the goal of this question is to establish the value of our individual opportunity to bear the image of God as we work. It is important for believers to bear the image of God through their work because our identity is rooted in this truth. We can most fully understand who we are and what we are created for as we pursue the image of God that has been implanted in our very being. By bearing his image, we represent his kingdom and are his ambassadors in this world. As we bear his image, we reaffirm our identity in him and we share with the world a living, breathing example of his work. It's us. We are a living temple. This is a great moment in your discussion to consider the beauty of the passage, Ephesians 2.10, which says, 
We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So to go a little deeper, maybe you could ask this question. How could God's kingdom and image expand in your workplace? How could the kingdom and image of God grow stronger with multiple Christians in the same workplace? The first question is a personal one and will practically vary depending on the different workplaces your group members are in. The goal of this second question is to help us identify the partnership and ministry that we can have in our workplaces. Question four, describe the sanctifying and eternal nature of work. How does understanding this nature of work motivate you to grow? The goal of this question is to identify ways in which the immediate and eternal effects of workplace sanctification are motivating to us as believers. So you may want to start your group out with identifying ways in which work sanctifies us. Workplace sanctification is the idea that God uses the workplace to make us more like Christ. Sanctification is the working out of our salvation, as seen in Philippians 2.12, through any means that God deems necessary. And this working out is truly related to the work that we do in the workplace. Workplace sanctification can happen through the decisions you must make in your own role. It can happen within conversations and relationships you have with coworkers, or it can happen as you demonstrate your own work ethic. In all these instances and others, we have the opportunity to demonstrate the character of Christ that we should have as his followers. As we make the choices to do so, we invest in our own sanctified lives. Additionally, you'll want to establish what it means to have eternal work. It's important for us to understand that we'll be working on both sides of heaven. Now and for eternity, God has purposes for us. And as Pastor Nate discussed, it's because we are made in God's image that we work now and that we will work with him in eternity. Once you've established these two definitions, then you can jump into how these things are motivating to a believer in Christ. As we follow Christ, we are motivated by the opportunity to be more like him. So it's encouraging to know that there's great purpose in our work, no matter what the task, to make our hearts and minds more like his every day. So going to work with this perspective means that we'll be looking out for chances to grow in our faith and in our character. This growth mindset is empowering and strengthens our resolve to remain in step with Christ and to embrace the sanctification he wants to do in us and through the workplace. Additionally, Pastor Nate described how work is forever. It'll matter forever and will exist forever. This truth is motivating because it gives us a sense of purpose and connection to God. We also have hope because the work we are doing matters to God now and will matter to him forever. Question five, in what practical ways do you sense the Holy Spirit leading you to show love to God, others, and yourself in your work? The goal of this question is to discover tangible demonstrations of the things that the Holy Spirit is leading us to do to show the love of Christ throughout our work. Some may have general ideas about how they want to respond to the Holy Spirit's nudging to show love in our work. And there may be some who are ready to take action in a more targeted manner. For as many as possible, encourage your members to think of specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and or time-based goals related to the ways they endeavor to love God and others this week. If the Holy Spirit is leading someone in a direction, your exhortation could be just the inspiration they need to follow in the way that they should go. 
As for our prayer application this week, we hope that as you consider work, that you can consider how your group can pray for one another in their jobs. As there are different roles we have in our lives, take some time to pray over one another in this way. Ask the Lord to grant wisdom, grace, or whatever is needed to each person as they have need in their work. You are also encouraged to choose a profession or industry uh, and pray over those working in this field this week. You could choose medical professionals, government officials, agriculture industry, whatever is on your heart or makes the most sense for your group to lift up this week. Our leadership notes this week are on leading a prayerful community. So really talking about how powerful prayer can be and the responsibility we have as leaders to be praying. So I encourage you to check out the printed leader guide for this article, as well as uh, the announcements for your members and announcements for you as leaders and hosts. Thanks again so much for all that you do. I'm so grateful for you and for what God's doing in your midst. May you be blessed in your meetings this week.